Welcome to Splainin', a podcast where two guys explain things to each other that they should know, but don't. I'm Evan Smith. And I'm Jeff Sims. Welcome. Welcome. To this episode. To this episode. Number two, two, <laughs> two, two, tweet, tweet. Two, two. It's a palindrome. It is indeed. It's the same backwards as forwards. And fun fact. Crazier fact. Before we go any further, my iPad is charging. Go on. 22%. Oh, win. Yep. Um, uh, no, I'm just looking at all the numbers on my pad to see if there's anything else. Yeah, it's, it's 838. <laughs> <laughs> Add those numbers together and it doesn't mean anything. No. Um, but uh, the fun fact with this episode, because it's 22 and it's a palindrome, we thought it'd be fun. It's sort of like Dark Side of the Moon. If you play this episode backwards, yep. you will have a whole different experience. Yeah, it'll yeah, it'll be gibberish. It'll be nonsense. It won't be, yeah, it won't yeah. it won't line up with the Wizard of Oz, but no. it may line up with like the sound your blender makes when you make a smoothie. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, or Cloverfield, the worst movie ever directed. That's an interesting way of saying that. Like, not the worst movie ever made. The worst movie ever directed. Yes, because it was. Well, I guess. Like it's the director's the choice. The only movies that were worse were movies that didn't have a director. <laughs> no, it was it was it was movies that were bad for other reasons. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, it was the direction in that movie that was horrible. Which was they decided to film it with like a guy who didn't have a like a tripod for the camera. <laughs> yeah, but was that a choice? It was a hundred percent a choice. So that's why it was so bad. Yeah, because it was directed like Blair Witch Project style, but didn't work like home video style no but remember the Blair Witch Project I don't oh it, I never saw it because I not like horror movies but no it was like the first time they did like they basically filmed the whole movie like it was a home video yeah and that's what this was oh, it, it was like, was like through the, the perspective of this person right. running around with a camcorder right that's what yeah. this was but it was the first time it was ever done it was like <gasps> yeah yeah so this is like but, not the first time but Cloverfield made me throw up right like it was just not good and I couldn't enjoy the movie but it was like it was alieny. Yeah, 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 like an alien invasion. So I loved okay. the idea of it, and the premise of it was great. But I just felt like stomach sick the entire time. Mm. It wasn't good. Poor direction. Poor movie. You suck. But if you did listen to our podcast backwards, it would be, it would suit that perfectly. Good, excellent. Yeah. Yes, um, bad direction. <laughs> uh, one thing I li- I like when I listen to podcasts about like TV shows, like the Brooklyn Nine Nine one or. Um, like the West Wing when they listen to it. like yeah, they yeah. talk to like they talk to the directors they talk to a director of photography yeah, 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 they yeah, talk yeah. to cameramen it's like aspects of TV that I never ever thought of before uh-huh. that are really fascinating oh, like, absolutely all of those choices and like and how much the director is involved in like yeah. sitting in the editing room it's like how much did you shoot forty seven minutes and it's a twenty three minute episode yep and all of it is good and all of it is valid we have to make it twenty three minutes here yep. we go. It's well, it's so like it's cool. like us. We make eight hours of just pure gold, like just content. That Why we choose an hour and a half of garbage? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but the, not the, sure the other either. six yeah, and a yeah. half hours are really good. We yeah, just, we actually like, get yeah. Harrison to edit all of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Although it. it was the sweetest thing. I don't know if we talked about it on the last episode or not. <gasps> we didn't. We I didn't. know what you're gonna say. Yeah, it was so sweet. We went. Uh, we had a little. Um, an errand run, an errand run, and yeah. and me, Evan, Harrison, and Ollie went on a little little day. We were driving around, and we we went did a bunch of errands, but then we went to the park. Yep, it was so sweet, and we were playing and everything. And then when we go, went to leave, we went to grab a coffee, and we were going through the drive through, and we were re-listening to one of oh, no, we were listening to the pre-edited version of one of our episodes. Correct. We had so to see for cuts. Yeah. Instead of me listening to it and Evan listening to it separately and then making cuts and edits, we did it together. Yeah. And we were just sitting down listening to it. And every time we would laugh, Harrison would be laughing along with us. I'm <laughs> sure he didn't understand the jokes. I mean, no. half the time I didn't understand he the jokes. He just likes to be a part of it all. He likes to be a part yeah. of it all, yeah. Uh, but but then, who doesn't? 
And who doesn't? Then we got to the Starbucks drive-thru. We had to pause it and then roll down the window, order, and then move forward. And we just didn't turn it back on for a couple of minutes. And it was a long drive-thru. It was a long, yeah. it was a very long drive-thru. Yeah, the person in front of us. was ordering the place up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honest to God. Um, but then as, as we pulled out, he goes, more. What did he say? Again? Uh, he said, um, I think he said, turn, turn it on or turn it up or something. And I was like, what do you mean, buddy? What are you talking about? He's like, uh, more, uh, Uncle Jeff and Dad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. He just wanted to listen to us. <laughs> but also, what does it say that he'd rather listen to a recorded version of us than, than us actually, actually talking to the guy? <laughs> I was like, can you guys shut up? And let me let me listen to the edited version of we you guys. I was going to say, he turns it back on, takes back out the notebook to finish his notes. <laughs> So while we have you here, Uncle yeah. Jeff and Dad, at 2827... <laughs> You'll notice from 26 minutes to 53 minutes, Oliver did not stop crying. Yeah. I would cut all of that. <laughs> <laughs> you just were not holding his attention whatsoever. No, it was not great. No. We need to work on this a A couple bit. things viscerally upset him. <laughs> um, so a couple of things before we dive into this week's episode. Yes. I have a couple of corrections and notes. Don't correct that I'm your best man, please. No. Because I, I, I listened to the episode because I had to show Tiff like that beginning part. And I yeah. cried again. Did listening. you? <laughs> you big baby. I was like, I'm not going to tell Jeff that. But here we are and I'm telling you. Um, anyway, go on. I have corrections too. Cool. Number one. Sears.com is actually valid and active website. I have a Sears. Is that all you have with Sears? Yeah. Okay. So in our segment, Keeping Up with Sears, yes. which we've had like four episodes on now, yeah. I looked at I went even more in depth. Oh, Sears.com oh, is an active website. Yep. But I was like, what's going on there? Because uh, the if, emblem changed a little bit. Well, if Canada went out of, out of business, Sears Canada. Sure. Clearly the States one isn't doing so good. It's the same umbrella parent company. Not necessarily. But I think it is in this case. Not always, but in this case it is. Yeah. So... They aren't doing well. They did pull <gasps> everything from Canada. They filed for bankruptcy on October 15th, 2018. Oh, man. And it was In granted. the U.S.? The U.S. one filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, the, the Canadian one was closed. Uh, 2017 is what I said last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so 2018. Well, by January 2018, they closed their last. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, October 2018, mm -hmm. the U.S. filed for bankruptcy. Uh, there's only 61 full Sears stores left in the entire United Ooh. States, and 2020 may be the year it closes its doors. There were like <gasps> a lot of articles, oh, wow. like from like this week, last week, February, May. Like this 2020 had so many articles about Sears. Like, is this it? Is this the year? Yeah. What's going on with Sears? Uh -huh. um, they couldn't storm um, Corona, COVID. They could not storm it. No, no. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, that's a shame. Right. Um, I have another correction, and that is, I said in the last episode, I've never been a best man before. It's not entirely oh, true. It's man. mostly true. No, no, no. It's, I thought I took your best man virginity. You kind of did. Let me explain why. Mm. I stood for my sister, and I was like her, her best man or her like man of honor. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I wasn't her husband's best man. I was on. Her, I stood on her side, Tiffany and I. Yes, and I was her maid of honor essentially, but I was a man. I would consider that the same thing as what you're doing for me. Yes, technically, but the title is not the same. I wasn't the best man. Sure. So technically, you still have taken my best man virginity. Sure. You're all right. So I guess. I guess so. That's all. Anyway, um, she made a point to say it. She also thought it was lovely. That was very sweet. Yeah. Um. So you confused, or you asked about the movie Three Hundred. Uh huh. If there was a relation between Three Hundred Sparta and uh the Troy Spartan. Well, I, yes, yes. Yes. So you Three Hundred, they're all Spartans. I know that. Yes, yeah. but you thought Menelaus. He's like, is that the guy who played Gerard Butler? Right. It's not. No, it no. is Leonidas. 
Just so you know, King Leonidas of Sparta from... Thir- oh, he was king. Gerard Butler was king? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I completely lied, and I'm so surprised that no one has called us out on it. It was a lie. It was an unfor... It was um ill-advised lie. No. Unintentional lie. Okay. Ill-advised? Um, <laughs> John Vickery was the original Broadway actor who played Scar. Jeremy Irons was the animated version of Scar. I said, you like did. Scar from you The Lion like, King. Yeah, you're like, the guy in the movie played it on Broadway for ages. No, bye. He never did. Not once. Who's Jeremy Irons? That sounds you know, so familiar. If you saw his picture, you'd be like, oh, it's Jeremy Irons. What do you have, man? I need to look up a picture of Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah. or we can do it after. I'm going to do it right now. And if okay, we well, I'm going to keep going can. with my corrections. Okay, go on. You got more. Yeah. Jeff, you uh, are on fire. So like I said, I completely lied immediately to your face about that. Yep. Next. I would have told... That, that is the type of thing... I would have been in a conversation with someone and be like, did you know that the guy on Broadway is the guy from the movie? And they'd be yeah. like, really? And they were like, yeah. I'm surprised like I would have someone spread hasn't called. I'm surprised someone hasn't called us out on it. Um, I don't know him. Yes, you do. Oh, oh, don't look up Sean Vickery. Or no, John Vickery. Look John, up Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Jeremy John Irons. He's in Watchmen. He's in Lolita. He's in yeah, The Lion yeah, yeah, King. Yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Never seen Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard? Yes. Oh, so say if you haven't, we should watch it. Well, we can still watch it. We've got a long list of movies to watch. And we do. Moving on. So, okay. uh, the actor who plays Odysseus, Boromir, and the King of the North, Nedar Stark, mm-hmm. is Sean Bean. We couldn't remember the last Seen name. Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean. Uh, right, Sean yeah, Bean. I didn't know that. I knew it was Sean, but I couldn't remember his last yeah, name. Yeah, I thought I knew his last name, and now that you've told me it's Bean, I didn't ever know that. Uh, and finally, and my most favorite, I have another one, but I've yet finally. to be a hundred. Okay, you do yours first. It's a small one. Sure. Um, numerous times when we were talking about comparing, what did I talk about last week? Uh, oh God, what did I talk about last week? Jeff, you're supposed to know. I explained it to you. You're about to expose yourself right now for not even listening to yourself. You're meant to listen to me. Who's getting it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But we were talking about religion, and I made the joke about, or not the joke, but like I made a point about talking about Noah's Ark. I yes. didn't see Noah. I know you didn't. I said Moses. I know. And neither of us said anything about it. No, I heard Moses, and then I, I was thinking of Moses and the temple, or the Lord Part, dying. Parting of the Part, sea? Well, no, I was thinking of his... Uh, Ten Commandments. Yeah. I, I couldn't find the word for for stone tablets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Leah McDonald was like, "You mean Mo- uh, no?" I'm like, "Of course I do." How did I say Moses? Did I actually say Moses Ark? I oh, couldn't have Moses. I must Ark. have said, you know, like Moses, and then he had like the boat or whatever. I, I think that's what happened. I you couldn't said, have said Ark. No, no. You said, you know, Moses and his story. Well, you know, and then there was like a yes. gap. Of At no that. point could I have possibly said Moses, Moses Ark because I would have been like, wait, hang on, wait a minute, that doesn't <laughs> slip off. The tongue. <laughs> and finally, my most favorite. Okay. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Chapter 23, Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Nothing is stated about, about Voldemort ever showing any sort of aggression towards Lucius Malfoy or Bellatrix Lestrange. Chapter 24, The Wand Maker. Nothing is stated about Voldemort showing retribution. You, at, you read the chapter? Didn't I? Chapter 25, Green Guts. A quote from Torquil Travers. The inhabitants at Malfoy Manor are confined to the house after the escape. Nowhere does it state that Voldemort tortures or harms the Malfoys or Bellatrix Lestrange. I want more. 
Maybe it's okay, and, and and because last night we painted and like not renovated, but painted and rearranged Harrison's bedroom. Yep, and we watched five, six, seven, and one seven. and two. I will tell you in the, the movie. Is there an allusion to them? No, oh. but there is a moment when uh, after the escape from Green Gringotts, yeah, like before Malfoy or after Malfoy Manor. No, no, yeah, Alpha after Malfoy Manor. Uh-huh. He goes and slaughters everybody at Gringotts. Yeah, and kills Griphook and kills everybody right. at Gringotts. So I think it may be like his aggression and his anger towards what happened in that instance maybe painted that picture for you for Malfoy Manor. And it also might be before they call him, someone says something to the effect of... Oh, yeah. He will kill us. He'll if we kill don't. us all. Yeah. Maybe, oh, that's, that's, yeah, maybe that's no, what no, I was that's thinking. That's 100% stated. Yeah. They were... They were um, Lucius and uh, Narcissa were talking about whether or not they should call the Dark Lord. Right. But they needed Draco to confirm it was him before they did it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so, in your face! <laughs> <laughs> the chess piece is yours. Yeah, and it's mine. Do you know that reference? Uh, no, I don't. Count, count of Monte Cristo. Oh, no. Have I you just... seen the movie? Ever? It's your favorite movie. Yeah, I know, but have you seen it? Because if not, I would love to watch it together. I feel like I, I definitely have. Well, if you don't remember it, I don't remember. It let's watch to... it together because I'm currently watching it now. It's I w- I've been watching Castle Rock when I put Oliver to bed. Yes, okay, but any movie that you say, well, I've started watching it now, and it's one movie, and you only because it takes to... half an hour to put him to bed, so I'm not uh, sitting there watching the whole thing. So, like, because I will finish Castle Rock, yeah. I need something to watch, and I don't have a new good show. I was like, what is this, The Return of the King, the extended <laughs> edition, four and a half hour? So no, movie. it's only like two. Okay, but it's like. It's so good, and there's a specific moment when like shit gets re like the whole thing is great. There's a there's a turning point when things start to go his way when you're like mm. you're living for it and you're waiting for the vengeance and the revenge. Oh man, you will. Yeah, we we need to do it post haste. Oh, and we shall. Okay. Now it's very obvious that we haven't hung out all week because we just spent some <laughs> yeah just small talking. Has it been since Sunday that I've seen you? Uh no. Uh, it doesn't matter. We can't remember this right now. No, but it's it's obviously been. We a haven't few days. chatted a lot. No. So this week's episode is actually a great episode. It's a send in, and I'm super happy. <laughs> it's a what? A good episode. It's a good episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a great episode. Yeah, it is a send in episode. It is. Um, one is from Zoe, yeah. and the other one is from Pete. It's Otherwise our, known as Peter Andrew. I, I think, think he it, wants to go by Pete now. Well, yeah. I think the Peter Andrew is only ever a descriptor when he's around his family, so you don't get him confused with his dad. Or if he's like bad. It's like, Peter Andrew. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But um, I think awful. it's our first full send-in episode since episode five. Yeah, I think so. I think we've been... Like, there's I think been send-ins, like one of us has done a send-in, but there yeah. hasn't been a full send-in since episode five. Hmm. Which was 17 episodes ago. That's 17 also, weeks ago. That's what blows my mind. And also... Episode seven or episode five was the last episode we did not in person when we were still doing you and I weren't even we couldn't be together. We were over Skype or over Zoom rather. Wow. I know. Oh my god. Seriously. Now we're in a small, very small contained space. We're the like, almost opposite of what we were before. I'm definitely breathing in your aerosols. Yeah, we are we are probably actively three feet away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Licking mics and stuff and yeah. Um so this week is a send-in um, week, which is great. So I'm going to start. Mine is anonymous. You're not going to tell us what the type topic is? I just said it's anonymous. It's oh, not okay. from... You're a dick. <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, I'm opening this door. It's warm. You know what? I turned up the heat because I was cold. Just yeah, push, smart idea. Push that little... Uh, Put down, the down button. Yeah, yeah, down to like whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, the my cool, God. The cool air just some lovely. Yeah. in. Man, when you're in a six by six cubicle, she gets warm fast. Yes, and when you're in here with the two of us. Roasting because mm. we're hot. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so Anonymous. So Evan, tell me a little bit about Anonymous. Uh, to be honest, this is one that I went, right, that's a thing. Um, are they like a, um, the sort of like a cyber vigilante group? Ooh. So like they, they, um, what's it called when you, like whistleblowers. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean, sure. That's what I think. When I think of Nazis, I think like, oh yeah, they're they're the people who like try and out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrong at ease. I, th- yeah, I think you're on the the right track. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. And I that's think, all I know. Like, I think you've hit the nail pretty well, like pretty square. But on somewhere the head. there, like there was a spit, at least one specific thing that they really like brought to the forefront. Right? Yeah. So um, I think I think you're pretty well exactly it. I okay. will say that this is actually. One of the very first topics, whether it was Ascendant or one that we looked at individually, yeah. that I knew literally zero about. You didn't even know as much as I just said? No. Oh. I, when, when she, because I obviously saw the email as well, like, yeah. you know, I'd love for you guys to do Anonymous. And I yeah. was like, what is that? Right. Zero clue. I literally Googled it the second she sent it in and just saw the picture of V for Vendetta, like the right. mask. Yes. And I was like, okay, Yes, right. Okay. Yeah, I remember being a thing... And, like, they outed something, like, a few years ago. And I remember that's when Anonymous was, like, rising in a yeah, way. Yeah, 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 But I don't remember what it was. And I don't remember. I uh, And I haven't heard of them since. No. So I was very shocked with how little I knew about them. Okay. So let's dive in, shall we? Please. So Anonymous is a decentralized international activist slash hacktivist. No. Okay. Is that your own term? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Hectivist. Hectivist. <laughs> Drop your uh, H and only rune, pick it up in half and half They're a collective movement that is widely known for its various cyber attacks mm. against several governments, government institutions, and government agencies, corporations, and most notably, the Church of Scientology. Oh. Which is probably what you're thinking. Maybe. Anonym- Anonymous originated in roughly 2003. Okay. On the famous meme page 4chan, representing the concept of many online and offline community users simultaneously existing as an anarchic, digitized, digitized global brain. So first off, I want to say that this is where I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said that sentence, I was like, oh, great. I don't understand this at all. I'll just keep nodding. Well, so first off, not what is in it's confusing. It's what is in like, like, are you kidding me? So No, no, no. I'm like, I don't understand what you just said. Yeah, well, I'm the opposite. I understood what I said, but I just don't know why I said what great. I said. So can you explain it and also say why? No. <laughs> <laughs> that I've been capable of, but right. thank you yeah. for asking. Um, but um, like, for instance, the Illuminati. Uh-huh. The Knights Templar. Uh-huh. Right? Like pyramids. All these things that are like spooky. Not spooky, but like... Let's fight the system, essentially. Like, let's fight the system, but also like like underground civilization-y yes. kind of thing, which Anonymous kind of screams. Uh-huh. It's all like, well, it started back in 1232. Right. With the rise of King Off. Like, yes. this is like, this started on 2003 on 4chan. Which is like a meme webpage. It's like, you know, have you have you been on Fortune? I don't think so. Have you been on Reddit? Yeah, I know what Reddit is. It's like the 2003 Reddit. 
Oh, so it's like forums. It's forums, okay. yeah, but it's a picture forum where you just post pictures and you can comment and do stuff like that. Oh. It's, but it's like, like it, yeah, but it's like, it, it, it's just a weird place where weird people go and post weird stuff. Yeah, Reddit stuff. is, I've never, like, tr- I've never lived on Reddit. Like, no, so, but, but people, like, I've heard that, like, it is the place to go. If you're, like, even journalists will be like, let's go, let's check out Reddit. And see yeah, but it's see not even just, saying. let's just check, check Reddit. People will just be like, I work nine to five. Yeah. I come home, I eat supper, and then I go on Reddit from six to, excuse me, six to twelve, and that's yeah. their life. Yeah. But there's like online communities and like, like talking with people that you know and commenting on things and just like there's this whole like socialized world on the net. Right. And it to to people who aren't a part of that community, you're like you're so antisocial. You just sit right. in your basement on your computer. Right. But the reality is, it's a different kind of socialism. When I first read that sentence, I was like, this just completely devalidates everything. That they stood for in my head almost instantaneously. I'm like, Did they came, stood for? Yeah. Okay. I was like, they came, they come from this like 4chan. This 4chan. I'm like, they're just weird, like trolls. Right. Like right. just like people looking for a laugh and like right. making memes and they're just weird. And I'm like, you're weird. Yep. But <laughs> in its early form, the concept was adopted by a decentralized online community acting anonymously in a coordinated manner. So what they would do is usually toward a loosely self-agreed goal and primarily focused on entertainment. So almost everything they did originally was for a laugh. It was to troll people and, and, and you know, okay. be arseholes. Right. A series of protests, pranks, and hacks targeting the Church of Scientology, the anonymous collective became increasingly associated with collaborative hacktivism on a number of issues internationally. I can't not hear hacktivism as you As like me yeah. trying to yeah. say activism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, individuals claiming to align themselves with anonymous undertook protests and other actions, including direct action, in retaliation against... Copyright-focused campaigns by motion picture and recording industry, trade associations, racism, and so on and so forth. Mm. Later targets of anonymous hacktivism included (laughs) government agencies of the United States, Israel, Tunisia, Uganda, and others. The Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, child pornography sites, copyright protection agencies, the Westboro Baptist Church, and corporations such as PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, and Sony. They hacked PayPal? I'll get to it. Okay. Anons, which is what they call themselves, have publicly supported WikiLeaks Uh and the uh, Occupy movement. Related groups... uh, What's Occupy? Oh, Occupy movement. So everything that they kind of went for usually was called Operation This or something Occupy. Like okay. or like occupy this so right. like occupy you know George Street I don't know uh, yeah I I think I've I've heard of like occupy Democrats a lot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. it's just like taking over or something okay. like that right uh, related groups lulls sec and Operation Anti Sec carried out cyber attacks on U.S. government agencies media video game companies military contractors military personnel police officers resulting in the attention of law enforcement to the group's activities dozens of people have been arrested for involvement in anonymous cyber attacks in countries including the united states the united kingdom australia the netherlands spain india and turkey evaluations of the group's actions and effectiveness vary widely supporters have called the group freedom fighters and digital robin hoods digital robin hoods uh, while critics have described them as a cyber lynch mob or cyber terrorists right in 2012 Time Magazine called Anonymous one of the 100 most influential people in the world. 
they called the organization a people. It was very weird. That is weird, but yeah. also cool. Also kind of fitting. So let's just dive in a little bit about them. Okay. So the name Anonymous itself is inspired by the perceived anonymity under which users post images and comments on the internet. Right. Right? So like I said, it came from 4chan, and anytime anyone wanted to comment on something, you would have a username. Right. And there's but no some, like profile. It's not like Facebook with a profile picture. It's no, but sometimes... Like, exactly. But sometimes yeah. what you could do is you could you can post comments and yeah. pictures anonymously. Oh, even if you have a username or whatever, you just still exactly. post it. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usage of the term anonymous in the, in the sense of a shared identity began on the image boards. Mm. So particularly on 4chan, the B board, okay. which is dedicated to just random content. And the I board of 420chan, dedicated to rating other websites. A tag of anonymous is assigned to visitors who leave comments without identifying the originator of the posted content. Okay. So just people being like, I don't want you to know who I am. Right. Users of image boards like 4chan sometimes jokingly act as if anonymous was a single individual. So every time that they saw individual... Oh, I see. One user. Yeah, they would okay. be like, this is just the one person, but the reality is obviously isn't. Right. But if you were to take all comments on one picture and and take all the anonymous and put it as one person, it kind of paints a picture of who the person could be, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, the concept of the anonymous entity advanced in 2004 when an administrator on the 4chan image board activated a forced anonymous. Wait, a what? A forced anon, which okay. is the protocol that signed all posts as anonymous. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So anytime you'd ever comment or post, you'd be automatically put as anonymous. Okay. As the popularity of image boards increased, the idea of anonymous as a collective of unnamed individuals became an internet meme. Mm. Yeah. So users of 4chan and 420chans would occasionally join into mass pranks or raids. In a raid on July 12, 2006, for example, large numbers of 4chan readers invaded the Finnish social networking site Habbo Hotel. We, okay. This is weird. Okay. But for the first time in, I'm going to say a decade, I remember that Habbo Hotel existed, uh, not last night, Friday night. We went out and played games night with our friends. Yep. And we were talking about something to do, and Habbo Hotel came up. And I was like, oh my God, remember Habbo Hotel? And like two of six of us remembered it. Yeah. And now you've brought it up. Yep. And I, no one has said Habbo Hotel in my presence in about a decade. That's crazy. It is. It is. That happens to me all the time. You say that actually. What? That like stuff like that happens to you all the time. It does. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I never heard of Habba Hotel. But even but you never heard of it? No. But what they did is all people on these sites on anonymous agreed amongst each other to amongst each other. Why does that sound funny? Amongst each other. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But they all went in as a blank avatar, as a black avatar with a big afro. Okay. And the avatars blocked regular Habbo members from accessing the digital hotel's pool, stating it was closed due to fail and AIDS. Okay. And they literally had hundreds of avatars just blocking the way so no regular users could get to the pool. <laughs> and then the avatars would then make different signs and different patterns. Like they made the swastika, they made right. a star, they did all this kind of stuff and just would not let normal users of the game right. access the pool and they just thought it was hilarious right and it was just anonymous yeah i mean that's that is time on your hands well that's just people being like do you want to just go like stir up some shit and just yeah. like ruin someone's day yeah yeah so that's what they did the not safe for work site celebrates a 
subversive trolling culture. Okay. Obviously, everyone trying to troll people and just being internet trolls. You know what that means, right? Internet troll? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, And documents internet memes, culture, and events such as mass pranks, trolling events, rage, large-scale failures of internet security, and criticism of internet communities that are accused of self-censorship to gain prestige or positive uh, coverage from traditional and established media outlets. Okay. So what started off as a small, low-key troll kind of movement, we'll call it, where people would be on a webpage and be like, hey, do you want to do something fun? Right. Let's all just go in and do this. And they're like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, it slowly became motivated by morality and ethics. So it, it, it eventually gained a moral and ethic code. And eventually they'd be like, well, instead of just being trolls, let's slowly start moving ourselves to do things together anonymously on these silly pages right. to do some good in the world. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this work gets interesting. So Project Chanology. So 4chan, Chanology. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I need to do that. Anonymous first became associated with hacktivism in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> no. Following a series of actions against the Church of Scientology, known as Project Chanology. On January 15th, 2008, the gossip blog Gawker posted a video in which celebrity Scientologist Tom Cruise Mm. praised the religion. And the church responded, so when he posted that video, excuse me. What year is this, I'm sorry? 2008. Okay. So actually, he, this this is a little bit deceiving because I read a little bit more into it. Okay. Um, But originally, he did like a promo video for them, being like, you should join Scientology. This is when he just started? Yeah. He was like, because we're great and we're awesome. And it meant to be only for people who are going to Scientology. Right. But it got leaked. Okay. And when it originally got leaked, oh, it got leaked by one source, and then immediately the the Church of Scientology were like, no, buy, And they stamped copyright stuff all over it and said, if you post this video, we're going to come after you. Oh. Right? Um, so anyways, they the gossip blog Gawker ended up posting the video in which, like he said, he praised the religion. And the church responded with a cease and desist letter for violation of the copyright. 4chan users organized a raid against the church in retaliation. Prank calling its hotline. <laughs> they have a hotline of like the one eight hundred join the Church of Scientology. Right. Sure, um, it was two thousand and eight. Yeah, sending also it's Scientology. Yeah, sending full black pages in faxes designed to run and waste their ink cartridges. Amazing, and launching DDoS attacks against its website. So, do you know what DDoS is? No. It's Distributed Denial of Service. Okay. So, there's a couple of ways you can do DDoS. Okay. So, first off, them calling the hotline. Like, think of, like, let's just say for even numbers. Okay? The Church of Scientology hires 35 customer service representatives. 50 customer service You can tie up those phones pretty quick. At any given time, if 50 people call in, they're all locked up. Yeah. Right? So, if you have 10,000 people on this 4chan page. Right one after another just calling it and not just being like is your refrigerator running yes no spending keeping you on the line keeping you on the line being like so i want to be in scientology because you know when i was younger i you know and just like being arseholes right and just literally just tying up their lines just literally just doing when i was in grade 10 i did i did grade 10 science yeah so like if i did 1101 (laughs) but i I failed history. Am I already a Scientologist, but Yeah. I passed science in grade 10. I did chemistry in grade 11. What does that make me? Am I like the grand poobah Scientologist? <laughs> like, no. No one believes in chemistry in Scientology. No. But that's But that's literally what they did. Right. 
And like in their eyes, spending two or three hours on the phone with one customer service ref yeah. was like stopping someone who was actually interested in joining Scientology right. from calling in. I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like just like wasting their ink cartridges and doing I stuff like that. I think that is very clever. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, but also launching DDoS. So what that is distributed denial of service. Yeah. So they're carried out in a couple of ways. Um, so first it started off with, so what denial of service is, is you can do it a couple of ways. One, you could just visit a site enough. Mm. So it crashes, right? A site only has so much bandwidth. It can only take so much like actual people on the site at, at any given at one time. time. Yep. I see. After so much time, it will just crash. Okay. So they used to do it by just themselves getting on the website and just interacting on it and right. just hope that they would crash it. Right. Eventually they learned different ways of doing it. This so is crazy to me. Oh, yeah. So yeah. attacks were at first carried out with a gigaloader and J-meter applications. Okay. So it would just create new users, like fake bots, right. to go in and just like plug the page, right. eventually right. crashing their web page. Right. right? Uh, within a few days, these were um, supplanted by the Low Orbit Ion Cannon, the LOIC. When I heard that, I was like, oh, damn. It's a satellite in the sky that goes and like... Like what it does, it like takes that same premise of like creating users and bots, but like multiplies it by a billion and will just like on a website. Or like I love on, that. It's That's the coolest thing. Cool. So they were able to hack that and get it to go on their website. Okay. So it ends up creating a network stress testing application. So what it originally is supposed to do, like is for websites first testing mm -hmm. how, how much their website right. can take. But if you hack it, and then just bombard their website. Right. So it just floods a server with TCP and UDP packets, which I don't know what they are. Um, but the LOIC soon became a signature weapon in the uh, anonymous arsenal. Yeah. However, it would also lead to a number of arrests of less experienced anons who failed to conceal their IP address. Right. Um, but that's what they used to do. So during the DDoS attacks, a group of Anons uploaded a YouTube video in which a robotic voice speaks on behalf of Anonymous, telling the leaders of Scientology that for the good of your followers, for the good of mankind, for the laughs, we shall expel you from the internet. For the laughs. For the laugh. For the trolls. For the lulls. L-U-L-Z. Yeah. That's what, for the lulls. But also, you're all nuttings. Yep. Yeah. Uh, within 10 days, the video had attracted hundreds of thousands of views, and that was in 2008. On February 10th, thousands of anonymous joined uh, simultaneous protests at Church of Scientology facilities around the world. Many protesters wore the stylized Guy Fox masks, which was popularized from V for Vendetta. I have a question about this. Listening. You may or you may answer it in the future, in which case just tell me you're gonna answer it. Sure. But so when did V for Vanilla come out? Uh about, so around this time? It came out before two thousand eight, okay. but after two thousand three. Okay. And then why is it a why is that a guy fox mask? I don't know. Did that Guy answer. Fox wear a mask? I don't know. Okay. I'm uncertain. Great. Yeah. Um but it, it kind of, it was a symbol of anarchy, revolution, right. total, against totalitarian governments. Yeah. The mass soon became their symbol for anonymous. Right. So eventually they, they took a step away from internet trolling and internet movements, and they actually had protests. Mm -hmm. So they would show up and they would just wear the masks. Okay. So I'm going to mention a couple of their big attacks. Okay. One being WikiLeaks. Okay. They attacked WikiLeaks? No, they support oh, WikiLeaks. Okay. So like I said, one of their biggest founding foundations is freedom of speech. Yes. Not having people controlling what right. they're doing and stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. 
uh, because there are many times where they have gone against, like if you were to look at the spectrum of politics, like left versus right, Mm -hmm. and like let's call them like super conservative, like white supremacists, we'll call them. Like today, the culture is like shut them down, no talking, no forum to speak, like that kind of thing for white supremacists. Yes, which yes. is yeah. But like, and at first, anonymous would be on that side, but afterwards, they'd be like, no, no, no. Actually, no, we cannot suppress them. We cannot suppress their because ability we are about to speak, freedom of speech, about freedom of speech, and about freedom of being able to do what you want. But like, don't be an asshole. So right. instead of like destroying them from the internet, or doing they would just be a major inconvenience, right? <laughs> you know. Uh, but with WikiLeaks, they were big on WikiLeaks and supporter of WikiLeaks. Okay. So in November 2010, the organization WikiLeaks began releasing hundreds of thousands of leaked U.S. diplomatic cables. In the face of legal threats against the organization by the U.S. government, Amazon.com booted WikiLeaks from its servers. Okay. PayPal, MasterCard, and Visa also cut off the service to the organization. So originally what would happen is, is that WikiLeaks – sorry, go ahead. I feel like you have a question. Uh, you you might have just been about to say it. Yeah. But WikiLeaks, it, like Wikipedia, is donation based. Yes. Okay. So people could be like, "I want to support you in your role of trying to bring information to the world," yep. and just like pay the money. I see. So when the U.S. government was rotted with them, mm. uh, Amazon, PayPal, Mastercard, and Visa cut off their services from the website. Right. So they called it Operation Payback. Yeah. Uh, then expanded to include Operation Average Assign. Uh, and Anons issued a press release declaring PayPal a target, okay. launching DDoS attacks with the LOIC. <laughs> Anons quickly brought down the websites of pay- PayPal, Post Finance, which is a Swiss financial company. Yeah. Um, every DNS, a web hosting company that also had denied service, and the websites of U.S. Senator Joe Lieberman, who had supported the push to cut off the services. On December 8th, Anons launched an attack against PayPal's main site. Um, who was all, there was a guy who was also the commander of the... I originally was going to talk about him. His name is Topiri, Joe Topiri or something. He's, or, he's commander of what? Well, he was like the leader of Anonymous. Oh, oh. But I it see. kind of ended up going against what Anonymous was because they didn't want a front face for the end. Right. It, it was very weird. But I didn't really get into it. Okay. I strongly recommend people to go look up a little bit about him. Sure. Um, but during the attack... And everything he's kind of spoke to and mentioned that the LOIC proved ineffective mm. during these instances. Uh, and Anons were forced to rely on botnets of two hackers for the attack, okay. uh, marshalling hijacked computers for a concentrated assault. So they would then hijack people's computers and then get their computers to do it. So the LOIC couldn't support it. So instead right. they hacked people around the world yeah. and got their computers as hacked computers to visit the website to try to crash them. Oh, wow. Yeah. The computer hackers blow my mind. Oh, it's, it's brutal. So they called them zombie computers. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of kept going. The attacks brought down PayPal for about an hour. Wow. Which is silly, but like imagine crashing PayPal for no, an no, hour. No, no, it's not silly. It's a massive organization that you crashed. Yep. Um, for a brief period on December 8th and on December 9th. Anonymous also disrupted the sites of Visa, MasterCard on December 8th as well. Anons wow. had announced an intention to bring down Amazon.com as well, but failed to do so. Um, which is hilarious, but I mean. Uh, so PayPal established the damage to cost the company Roughly around 5.5 million U.S. dollars. In that one hour? Yep. Yeah, I don't deny it at all. It later provided the IP addresses of 1,000 people who attacked them and provided them to the FBI, (gasps) leading to at least 14 arrests. That's it? Yeah. On Thursday, December 5th, 2013, 13 of the PayPal 14 
pleaded guilty to taking part in the attacks. Ooh. Yeah. So other major attacks. So several attacks by the Anons have targeted organizations accused of homophobia. Uh, In October 2011, an open letter was published on anonnews.org threatening the Westboro Baptist Church, an organization based in Kansas, known for picketing funerals with signs reading, God hates fags. Yeah, attack those people. Great. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Exactly. During a live radio current affairs program in which the guy who I was talking about, Topiary, Mm -hmm. debated church members Shirley Phelps Roper. Uh, Anons hacked one of the organization's websites. After the church announced its intentions in December 2012 to picket the funerals of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting (gasps) victims, Anons published the names, phone numbers, email address, and home address of church members and brought down the website godhakesfags.com with a DDoS attack. Good. Hacktivists also circulated petitions to have the church's tax-exempt status investigated. Like that sent that paragraph hurt me to read. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It is like it's, it's very disgusting. Damn. And I'm like, and also there's enough people to make it a full church, a full web page, a full organization to make that a fact. It turns my stomach. Yeah, it's horrible. In August 2012, well, I, I have another question, but you probably can't answer it. Sandy Hook was like a wasn't that a school shooting? It was a school shooting. So yeah. what does that have to do with homosexuals? Uh, so apparently there were homosexuals in the school who were killed. So they were like, well, we're going to protest that. Yeah. They were going to, and say like, God wanted you to die. Like this was your, this, you shouldn't have been a fag. Like that's literally what they were saying. I apologize for saying that word. I've said it three times and I actually feel really gross saying it. Yeah. I feel really gross saying it. I'm sorry. Like I know in, in like in the United Kingdom, well, yes, but in the United Kingdom, like a fag is a cigarette. Yeah. And, but like, I can't even hear British people say it naturally, even though I know they just mean a cigarette. I'm like, no, you you don't say that word. You You can't can't say that word. word. No. Oh. Yeah, okay, go on. Oh, that's gross. In August 2012, Anons hacked the site of Ugandan Prime Minister Aman Mababzabi, maybe, in retaliation for the Parliament of Uganda's consideration of anti-homosexuality law permitting capital punishment, if you were gay. Wow. In April 2011. In Uganda. That doesn't really surprise me. Well, yeah, I don't know anything about Uganda, but it's just, it, okay. Um, in 2011, Anons launched a series of attacks against Sony in mm. retaliation for trying to stop people and hacks of the PlayStation 3 game console. More than 100 million Sony accounts were compromised, and the Sony service Choir uh, City and PlayStation Network were taken down for a month. Wow. A I month. S- a month. Uh, in August 2011, Anons launched an attack against BART in San Francisco, which they dubbed Operation BART. The attack made in response to the killing of Charge Hill uh, Charles Hill a month prior results in customers' personal information leaked onto the group's website. They also launched an attack um, against a website which was hosting child pornography. As they should. As they should. So a child pornography site called Lolita City hosted by Freedom Hosting releasing about 1,600 usernames from the site, which was disgusting. They went and took all the personal information and released it. In 2012, they leaked the names and users of a suspected child porn site in Operation Darknet V2. Anonymous launched the Operation Pedo Chat campaign on Twitter in 2012 as a continuation of Operation Darknet and attempts to eliminate child pornography. So, like, good for you. Yeah, like, keep it up, double that, yep. and keep going. In 2012, Anonymous launched Operation Anti-Bully 
Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. In in retaliation to Hunter Morris's revenge porn site, is anyone up? Anonymous. Do you know anything about that? I do not. Do so, I want to know anything about it? I don't know if you should know it, but like revenge porn, have you heard that phrase before? No. I mean, I'm I'm sure you'll get there if you think about it, but basically you're in a relationship with someone, you create a video or you're sharing videos back and forth, you know, in a consensual mutual relationship. Right. You break up for whatever reason and right. then you post that information as revenge. I see. Uh, it is not consensual to do that. It is no. completely, incredibly illegal and yeah. disrespectful in so many ways. Yeah. So in retaliation of that person's revenge site, um, and also to another person's website, Andrew Myers, the proprietary of Is Anyone Back, uh, which is also a copy site of revenge porn. Right. Uh, more movements include the Million Mask March, Operation OK, Operation Safe Winter, shooting of Michael Brown, the shooting of Tamir Rice, Charlie Hebdo shooting, the anti-Islamic Reclaim Australia rally, Operation Cyber Privacy, Operation KKK shutdown, Operation Saudi, Operation Paris, Operation NASA drones. NASA drones. Okay. Long story short, there is a massive list of things that they have been trying to actively fight against. And they're social justice warriors in the best yeah. term of phrase. Yeah. Um, a notable one was the 2016 United States election. Mm -hmm. In March 2016, Anonymous was reported to have declared war on Donald Trump. However, the Anonymous official YouTube channel released a video denouncing the operation of against Donald Trump as an operation that goes against everything Anonymous actually stands for in reference to censorship. Right. As what I mentioned before, we are for everyone letting their voices be heard, even if the person at hand is a monster. So at the end of the day, they took down their fight against Donald Trump because at the end of the day, it went against what they were trying to do, which was to create freedom of speech. Right. Yeah. He can say what he wants. Here's our opinion about it. Yeah. But it's, it's tricky to say. They're not going to actively try to shut him down. No. Well, no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's here's our opinion, but we are a massive organization. So our opinion can sway the voters, maybe. Anonymous, you mean? Yeah. I don't think that was their concern. It right. was more of like, like they're, they're not public commentators. No. They're not going on and being like. They were like, let's hack everything he has. And shut and them can, down. But we'll choose not to. They also did a lot of stuff during the killing of George Floyd, mm. right? And part of this Black Lives Matter movement yep. uh, centered around the Minneapolis Police Department in which they're going to release a lot of information and try to shut down the department like yeah. through the cyber internet before, like, in order, like before they had actually charged the police officers involved. They were like, if you don't do this, we're going to do that. Right. Um, so Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Have you looked and did you watch that documentary after? Not yet, no. You need to watch it. It's yeah, very disturbing, yes, but I you know. just need to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, there's a whole segment between the relationship between Trump and Epstein. I'm not going to get into it now. Um, same thing with but the, also like it came out through Anonymous. No, oh. but Anonymous was trying to attack that whole movement. Okay. Um, they also were attacking the British royal family right. because of relations to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. And they were coming out saying Princess Diana was murdered because she had incriminating evidence against the royal family's involvement in the sex trafficking that ring. seems like... I mean, I don't know about the sex trafficking, but I... I go watch the... Go watch it. No, no, but just the, I mean, the fact of the conspiracy of Princess Diana being murdered is a very high likelihood. Oh, right? yeah. yeah maybe. For, for any reason. Maybe not that, but... Well, maybe that's another episode. And I think it could be. And I think it could be. Um, also, an open letter to Bill Gates about um, 
the pandemic and everything that's been going on there. Uh, they also went on to follow several additional groups and cyber groups, including Lulsac, Antisec, Derp, uh, Securex, Red Hack, Lulz Raft, Cyber Burkut, Burkut uh, and many more. Mm. Uh, I'm going to end with two quotes. Okay. Okay. One from Joshua Kaur, who is a security strategist and a philosopher. He states, I call this whole thing the rise of the chaotic actor. Chaotic could be chaotic neutral or chaotic evil. And it can really go back. Uh, and if, sorry, and if you go back, some people saw the anonymous movement and their operations initially as chaotic good. Right. They saw Operation Payback. They saw the attacking of Scientology. They saw everything that we just talked about and us being like, heck yeah, that's great. Right. As kind of a Robin Hood yeah. good, right? Outs outside of the system, but yep. good. Yeah. Uh, but other people saw Anonymous as chaotic evil, like the Joker. They just wanted to see the world burn. Right. And doing potentially irreparable damage. The truth is, yes. They are the entire column of chaotic. He states, I am less concerned about Lulsec uh, and what they have done and what Anonymous has done. And they're more worried about what is to come. Right. The next generation. The next turn of the crank. Mm. And my final quote is, even if you accept what the government is saying in the terms of the arresting of those 14 people and what the news is stating about this crazy Anonymous right. group, about the aggressive postings, even if you believe that what they are saying is true, what is important is that people are participating in the process. It is very much the process. It is sitting in Selma, Alabama, with 500 Freedom Writers refusing to allow people to go in and sit in a segregated lunch counter. They write books about that stuff. It is demonstrating in a street corner saying no to war. It's just a different vehicle. Yeah. It's the same result. Yep. And that was from Stanley Cohen, who is one of the attorneys of one of the people arrested. Right. And that's how I want to end it because yeah. that's what I think it is. They're activists, the people fighting the, the good cyber fight, activists. but they're over the internet. Yeah. And um, I will say one more thing before I clue up Anonymous, which is um, all these things are in very positive light. Like are I, in? You said? Are in positive yeah. light. Like yeah. I feel like I've ended this in a very positive thing. It's a very positive thing, right? Yeah. Uh, because I think all the movements that they stand for are very positive, yeah. and they go about it in a very positive way. Uh, I watched three documentaries on this upon my research. Chef, you've done more research than I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I do my research. I watch videos I know, and yeah, I watch I, stuff, I, I right? I read more, but you go on. Yeah. Um, and when they're talking about it from people who are very educated yeah. and from people who like social psychologists and from people who study internet behavior and stuff like that. Mm. It sounds very positive and stuff like that. But then when they interview members from anonymous mm. buddy, yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's, it's like, not that they aren't like, not that they aren't positive or well-educated. That's not what I'm trying to say, but like, and I'm going to curse for a second and we can bleep it out. Sure. But the, but the entire thing they're cursing, they're like, man, it's so crazy. We're just like, Trump, and we're like, we're just trying to get laugh. We're like, we're just trolling Trump. Like, it's just so funny. Right. And I'm just kind you're of like, like, what is your motivation then? I'm like, is it I to be get funny or from to... your heart, yeah, you're right. doing something right, but you're just not. Yeah. It, it really devalidates what they're doing a little bit. I mean, I would imagine there's enough people involved that obviously all of them aren't Robin Hoods. 
as no. as you've described them. Some no. of them are going to be tits. Yeah. Like they're they're tits in a good direction. They're yeah. not KKK tits. No. But they're still tits. They're, they're still, still like arseholes. Yeah, they're still like they're let's still internet just, trolls. They're internet trolls. Let's do this for fun. Yep. Let's let's mess with this person for fun. And a lot of but I'm sure there's a lot of them going Let's mess with this because it's the right thing to do. And, I this, think, and this is how I can make a change. So I've named what? Say 12, 13 major things that they've done. Yeah. I say out of all of those, they've done about 300 pointless, aggravated yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Of like, hey, do I go on Facebook and just like completely shut it down for an hour? They're like, all right, let's do it. I think it'd be really funny. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's go on World of Warcraft and shut down some of the yes. account that they've been working on for 30 years and spent $25,000 on. Right. Just for a, a lulls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like trolls and memes. Like, there's a culture to that. Yes. And although it's funny, like, it's not the one that you paint your activist poster no, with. No. Not to say that it's not great, but I just, it's it's a it's a weird paradox. I mean, I think it's just it's just a statement on everything. There is no all good to anything. No. Right? No. So, like, I, th- I think it's safe to say, based on what you've said, that, like, Anonymous, good job. You're yep. doing some amazing things. Yep. But there are a bunch of you who are involved for, like... The wrong reason. Yeah, like, not even the wrong reason, but, like, the not right reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I... And, and so you're, still pro- you're still probably a, a gifted internet hacker yep. who's still helping with... Uh, child pornography or whatever yeah. you're aiding in that mm-hmm. but at the same time you're like let's mess with this person for fun like, yeah maybe let's not do that yeah but whatever exactly right? it's like, i think i think the moral of the story is there's a lot of positive there's more positive than there is negative at exactly least, at least my perception of yeah it. uh similar to the lo- uh, almost all of our topics that we go through i'm going to strongly recommend people to go and um do a little bit more research on anonymous watch yeah. some videos do some stuff stuff like that be mindful what you watch, because the first video I watched on their official webpage was utter bullshit. Right. And the, every time they put it, they try to do, like, voice changers. Right. And, like, the mask comes up, and it seems very, like... Yeah. It's just, like, right out of a storybook. Right. Don't listen to that. Don't buy into that. Buy more into the 2003 to 2009 right. principles Not of what the they're fighting Not the persona of what it is. Exactly. But the, what it actually is. But the principle yeah. of what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Cool. It is everything that we are fighting for today in 2020 with Black yeah. Lives Matter, yeah. with the fight against the pandemic, with everything that's going on today. Take that same motive and heart for change and put it on the internet. And and that was a lovely ending. Thank you. I don't have anything to say about that. That's good. That's Your really turn. Good. Thank you. Um, okay. I'll open this now. Okay. Uh, so then for something completely different, <laughs> Peter Andrew wants to know, red meat, why aren't we supposed to eat it? And if we're not supposed to, why did we start? Is that what it, <laughs> is that, is that actually what it was verbatim? Uh, yeah. Why aren't we supposed, why aren't humans supposed to eat red meat? And if we're not supposed to, why did we start? I thought the question was. Why can't I eat red meat? No, not and personally. I wanna, <laughs> oh, that's, like, I'll, I'll go talk to your doctor about it. I was it. like, well, Pete, sometimes in a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? No. Um, so, Harvard Health article from oh, February God. 2020. God. Right before the world fell apart. Fe- <laughs> February 2020. Um, came out. And it said... Um, <laughs> you it, can eat red meat. And the world was like, no, bye. <laughs> Literally. No. I mean, no, but yes. They were like, it's okay. The the title of the article was, it's okay to eat red meat. Mm -hmm. Because it's been a debate for years of like, is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Um, The source, uh, yeah. And and so October 1st, 2019, 
news headlines everywhere read, it's okay to eat red meat. The source was a study published online in Annals of Internet Medicine. An international team of researchers conducted five systematic reviews that looked at the effects of red meat and processed meat on multiple health issues, such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and premature death. You know, the, the light ones. The great ones. <laughs> the researchers found low, and I use that word in quotations, uh-huh. evidence that either red meat or processed meat is harmful. Low evidence. Hmm. And their advice was, there's no need to reduce your regular red meat and processed meat intake for health reasons. The backlash from the science community was sharp and swift. I bet it was. They, like, Taylor Swift it up. Anonymous was like, a word, please. (laughs) I'm sorry, can I speak to you for a moment? Yes. Um, Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health issued a statement that the new advice could potentially harm human health. Wow. (laughs) They're like, no, 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 no. Not only are you wrong, you might actually, like, hurt some people with your misinformation. That's, like, as aggressive as the whole, like, don't wear a mask movement or, like, drink Lysol to get rid of, like, COVID-19. Dr. Frank Hugh, chair of the Department of Nutrition, stated... This new red meat and processed meat recommendation was based on flawed methodology and a misinterpretation of nutritional evidence. The authors used a method often used to to randomize clinical trials for drugs and devices, which is typically not feasible in nutritional studies. So, like, yes, what you did works, not when we're talking about food. It kind of sounds like causation or correlation, but not causation. Yeah. The question had been asked for decades, and this study brought up the question again whether red meat is bad for your health. Mm -hmm. It was sort of put to bed, and then they were like, nope, you can eat it. And they were like, hang on, let's talk about this again. Uh The question being, should people cut it out of their diet completely Mm -hmm. or simply cut back? Hmm. The answer depends on who you ask. So why do we eat something that may be harmful to us? Well, let me introduce you. To chocolate cake. <laughs> well, exactly. Because we're idiots. Exactly. And we love to do and eat things that harm our bodies. You uh-huh. and I, right now, drank a bottle of wine each. Yep. It's literal poison. I just ate a Nutrigrain bar. It yeah. says Nutra in the label. <laughs> it's not good for you. No, I know, but I bought them for my toddler, so please don't go in depth about it. <laughs> there's so much sugar. No, there's so much sugar. There's so much sugar. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's the same reason we drink and do drugs. It's like humans. No, will... no, no. Not we as in you and I. We no, do not humans. do drugs. Yes. Yeah. But I just clarify. Drink. Like you and I drink a bottle of wine. My we have being. alcohol, yes. But yes. we do not do drugs, Evan. We have alcoholism. We, al- <laughs> no. we are alcoholics. <laughs> But, like, you know, we drink wine while we do the podcast. And we do. We're drinking poison. Like, our Le- body No, can't, it's literal poison. It's literal poison. But yeah. we're like, it makes us feel happy. Yeah. It's literally our body trying to compound and break down the poison that yep. gives us the reaction. Yep. yep. So before we go down the complete rabbit hole of, like, why do we do things that harm us, let's dive deeper into Peter's question. <laughs> if it is indeed bad for us, why did we start eating red meat? Why do the things we love hurt us most? <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> Um, scientists still have plenty of unanswered questions about the origins and evolutions of humans meat eating but there are some strong theories as to when how and why we started to incorporate larger amounts of meat in our omnivorous diet Hmm. between 2.6 and 2.5 million years ago the earth got significantly hotter and drier before that climate shift our distant human ancestors collectively known as hominins we're living mostly on fruit, leaves, seeds, flowers, bark, and tubers. Tubers being like potatoes and sweet potatoes. They're called tubers. Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> potatoes. Um, we like them like raw and 
Wrigley. Wrigley. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't go there. I'm afraid for my vocal folds. Um, I'm not. As the temperature rose, the lush forest shrank, and great grasslands thrived. So, like, no more tubers. Uh, as green plants became scarcer, evolutionary pressure forced human uh, early humans to find new sources of energy. Yep. I love that concept. Evolutionary pressure. Like, like yes, what, yes, what yes, pressures yes. are you feeling? Like, well, like my mom and also like university. It's like, no, no, evolutionary pressures. Yep. Like yep. evolution is pressuring you. Yeah, but it's so silly because like if you use such a very vague statement like evolutionary pressure or like natural selection yeah. or like something that like you're like, oh yeah, well, I can see the classic steps of how you yeah. got from A to B. No, we're talking like thousands of years forced you, like evolutionary yes. processes yeah. forced yeah. our diet to change exactly and our body's digestive tracts right to accommodate yes to these over hundreds of years the um hey ruby i have a girly doggy welcome to the spain loft my sweet <laughs> um but yeah over hundreds of years gorgeous forest and whatever where we like ate the fruits and ate the whatevers uh-huh. we're just like nope we're grasslands now Bye. Bye, Felicia. Um, the grassland savannas that spread across Africa were a banging spot for grazing herbivores to hang out and get their feet of some leafy greens. Mm-hmm. Archaeologists have found large herbivore bones dating from 2.5 million years ago with cut marks from crude stone tools. The bones. Oh, yeah, yeah, So our ancient hominin ancestors weren't capable hunters yet, but they likely scavenged the meat from fallen carcasses. They didn't kill the animal. Once the animal died, they were like, let's get They were like the hyenas of the... Uh Uh-huh. Once humans humans shifted to even occasional meat eating, it didn't take long to make it a major part of our diet. There's ample archaeological evidence that by two million years ago, the first homo species were actively eating meat on a regular basis. What year? Uh, two million years ago. Okay. The year two million years ago. Well, the year was two million years ago. Well, <laughs> I, I just ate I... my first antelope now. I don't think there were antelopes then. But sure. Well, According to scientists, there is no coincidence that the earliest evidence of widespread human meat eating coincides with Homo habilis, the handyman of early humans. I didn't know there was all these like weird terms. Like, Homo sapiens. I was like, that's humans. There were like so many pre... Yep. Pre-human. Pre-human you, Homo sapien. Yeah. Yeah, the I learned that from Homo Friends. Homo Right. Because of the episode in Friends when Ross went into the museum and they had Homo Hobilis? Homilis? Homo Hobilis, yeah. Hobilis. They had, like, tools. And yeah, they were the handyman. And so mad. No, no, no. They had something. It wasn't other... They had like, oh, fire. They had fire. Right. And he got so mad because they were like, homo hobilis didn't have fire. They were just like tools. And he got really mad about it. Right. And then it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where that. I about it. Um, at sites in Kenya dating back to two million years ago, archaeologists have discovered thousands of flaked stone knives and fist-sized hammer stones near large piles of animal bone fragments with corresponding butcher marks. Can you read that sentence one more time? Yes. Uh, sites in Kenya dating back to 2 million years ago. Archaeologists have discovered thousands of flaked stone knives and fist-sized hammer stones. They found these, these near tools. The, near the fossils. Near piles of large animal bones okay. with corresponding butcher marks. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's what I needed you to, to rephrase. The yeah. fact that they found the tools next to the bones and the bones had marks in them. Correct. So that sentence leads me to believe that they didn't clean their dirty dishes. <laughs> That they're aimlessly walking about the woods. Like, don't need that no more. No, and they were like, there is a carcass. 
Yeah. Or, or maybe they got further than the carcass and yeah. killed the animal this time, ate it, and then just left their utensils. Right. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Wouldn't I they agree. take their utensils and then move on to, to no, the I'm next I'm not saying kill? it was like a foot next to it. I'm saying near, as in like maybe within a couple kilometers radius. Okay, that makes more sense. But it's like they lived in a cave, and like they found a nutting two kilometers from where they were, and they're, you know what I mean? So they yeah. were like, well, we can defer that. I guess, I guess that was an assumptive yeah. thing of me. These early, this was a assumptive thing of me. Jeff Sims, everybody. Good sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these early human relatives had stronger jaws and larger teeth than modern man. Um, unless you spend any time in England, because they got some big old teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Each one is in business for itself, Honestly, trying God. to escape its face. <laughs> Uh, but their mouths and guts were designed for grinding up and digesting plant matter, not raw meat. True. Right? Crude stone tools functioned as a second set of teeth for them, stripping hunks of zebra carcass or whatever. And this is a slight, tr- slight trigger alert, um, bashing open bones and skulls to get at the nutrient-rich marrow and brains inside. Yeah. Not trigger for you. But for those who are like, I don't want to hear about people like bashing open brains and eating the brains. <laughs> Not trigger for you, Jeff, who is known to have bashed open skulls and eat the marrow. No. Um, so by pre-processing meat with tools originally designed to dig for tubers and crack open nuts, our ancestors made animal flesh easier to chew and digest because they weren't like really prepared for it. Sure. But as good as these tools were at aiding in the consumption of meat, they were no good at hunting live prey. This is why zoo archaeologists believe our meat-eating human ancestors living more than a million years ago were scavengers, not hunters. Yeah. Archaeologists have uncovered a surprising amount of botched animal bones that all happen to date around 1.8 million years ago. For this reason, it's believed that these early humans were lousy hunters. But fortunately for them, they were living among some of the most efficient killers to ever roam the earth. Saber-toothed cats. Which, which sounds way lamer than tigers, but they say cats in the article. So I was like, saber with cats. Well, they There's... call all of the thing in the Tiger King, they call them cats. I know. So I guess How there's more than one. How you cool ones... cats and kittens? <laughs> no. I'm Carol Baskin. Do you know Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars? Pre-Tiger King? Post-Tiger King. Last week. Tiger... I didn't realize it was still happening, the Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars is a terrible show. No, I didn't. I don't have cable for like I don't know a decade. Doesn't matter. It's still a terrible show. Okay. And she was on it. She was on it, and she only got eliminated last week. All of her dances were tiger related, and it was terrible. I would expect her to be one of the worst dancers you've ever seen. She did a dance to the Lion King, and she was very like, I'm afraid to use the word empathetic, but she was very like empathetic in her dancing in her movement. Right. But and that got her through. It wasn't good. No, that was the it was the week she got eliminated. Oh, um, but she 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 killed her husband. I think so. I think so. Yep. As you were saying, uh, between one and two million years ago, there was quite a large carnivore community in the African savanna. Hmm. Lions, hyenas, leopards, cheetahs, wild dogs, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Oh my! But also at least three species of saber-toothed cats. One of these species was significantly larger than the largest male African lion. Like they were, how much bigger? Significantly. Oh, I didn't specifically say. I thought you said three times. I'm like, no, no, no. back up. But like, picture the largest lion that has ever existed. Sure. Significantly bigger than that, Mm. with saber tooth. Like I never sabered teeth. I never thought of what that meant. Like when I like, oh you know. As a kid, we're like saber-toothed tigers. Like their no, teeth, teeth are sabers. Sabered, like like swords. Yeah, like 
death to you. <laughs> Um, it's believed that these cats may have hunted larger prey, all of which they couldn't consume and would leave much behind. So, like, you know, if they were hunting an elephant or a whatever was all around. Sure. They wouldn't just eat the whole thing because they're like, I can't eat that. I'm tiny, but I can kill it. So then humans would be like, hey, man, great. Scavenging ancestors, let's get on that. Um, great job. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Thank you for leaving that. Uh, it's unclear if humans actively scavenged by waiting for the big cats to kill their prey and then um, scaring them off by throwing stones or making loud noises. <laughs> or if they passively scavenged what was left when the saber-toothed hunters abandoned their kill. Can you imagine killing an elephant but being scared by rocks? Yeah. But also, like, kind of. An elephant isn't going to throw rocks at you. Like, you know what an elephant's going to do. A human, you're like, what is that? And, and what are you capable of? You know? In a, in a way. Um... Active scavenging would obviously preserve more fresh meat, but carry some serious risks. Yes. Obviously. On top of all that, for all its potential faults today, the modern human brain has red meat to thank for its size and intelligence. Mm -hmm. The modern brain is far larger than that of other primates and three times the size of one possessed by our distant ancestor, Australopithecus, the predecessor of Homo. So before there were like a Homo sapien, Homo homeless or whatever, yep. there was this Australopithecus. But these big brains came at a cost in that they required tons of energy to operate. The real question is, did you inherit the big brains? You can go to hell. Oh, um, they required tons of energy to operate. Our brains consume 20% of our body's total energy. So if you take yes, yes. 10,000 calories, your brain will consume 20% of that. <laughs> Which is... 2,000. <laughs> Compare that to cats and dogs, whose brains only require 3 to 4% of their total energy. Oh. So, a lot more. Meat played a critical role in boosting energy intake to feed the evolution of those big, hungry brains. Some scientists argue that meat is what made us human. When ancient hominins lived exclusively on fruits, plants, and seeds, they expended a lot more energy on digestion. Millions of years ago, the human gut was longer and slower. Point being, to to the the what do you call the thing where digestive the, tract? Yeah, but there's a better word for it. Your guts. No, <laughs> the the tube. What's it called? Your guts. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Your intestines. Yeah. Yeah, like they were longer and food went through slower because it's like you were eating leaves. So it's like we need the time to get whatever nutrients is in that leaf, which is not very much nutrients. Nothing. So like, take a longer time, get more nutrients. Um, so yeah, compared to foraged fruits and plants, meat is a high quality food. It's energy dense with lots of calories and protein. Sure. When humans began adding meat to their diet, there was less of a need for a long digestive tract equipped for processing lots of matter. Once meat became part of early human diet, evolution began to kick in. And over Ooh. hundreds of thousands of years, the human gut shrunk. Your guts shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> you got shrunk. You got shrunk, kid. Um, this freed up energy to be spent on the brain. Yes. These are like, we don't need all this energy. Where's it going to go? Boop, boop, Into boop. your brain. Into your brain, you got shrunk. Um, <laughs> which grew explosively in size. Explosively. Yeah. Uh, when humans began cooking meat, it, because like, you know, so eventually like, why they, not? they figured that out. Yes. It became even easier to digest quickly and efficiently and capture the calories to feed our growing brains. It's like, even better. 
The earliest clear evidence of humans cooking food dates back to roughly 800,000 years ago, although it could have begun sooner. So that sentence really doesn't mean anything. 800,000 years ago, cooking meat. 800. That's what I said. Oh. It is clear that meat was pivotal in the evolution of the human brain. But that doesn't mean that meat is an irreplaceable part of our diet. Any calorie-dense food would have had the same effect on our ancient evolving brain. Could have been peanut butter. Just so happened it was meat. Oh, so hypothetically, if we have found something that was calorically yeah, it didn't have to be as meat. significant. It's the only reason. So is for it some was hot. stupid, dumb reason, we found tofu before we found gazelle meat. Yep, it would have sufficiently provided us the fuel to grow exactly. and evolve the way we did. Yeah, the the issue was something with a higher caloric intake where our system couldn't process it, and therefore the calories went to our brain and made us smarter. Didn't oh. have to be meat, but it was. So why do we crave meat today? Partly because our brains evolved on the African savanna. Meat. Meat. Uh, they're still wired to seek out energy-dense sources of protein. It's similar to our constant search for sugar. It was such a calorie-rich commodity for our ancestors that when consumed, their brains rewarded them for finding ripe fruit. They were like, this tastes really good. This feels really good. Good job. You found ripe fruit. And therefore, they would get them to continue to do that, and then we like sugar. Is that why my brain's like, hey, Jeff, you found fuzzy peaches and Swedish berries? Great work. Actually, yes. But my gut says, you asshole. <laughs> I'm shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach says, I've expanded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also crave meat because of its cultural significance. Yep. Different cultures have more or less meat-centric, um, but there is a clear correlation between wealth and meat consumption. Yep. Industrialized Western nations average more than 220 pounds of meat per person per year. While the poorest African nations average less than 22 pounds per person. So wow. 10 times less. Yes. Uh, so let's take a look at the facts. According to many sources. Were they all fiction just then, what you just said? A minute no, ago? like the facts about red meat as we know today. Oh, today. Great. Ig- ignoring the evolution History. of why. Yep. So that's why we started eating it. According to many sources, red meat does increase health risks. Sure. In spite of what the annals of internor- internal medicine study suggests... Uh, multiple studies and vast amounts of evidence show a clear link between high intake of red meat and a higher risk of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and premature death. The most obvious link is that red meat is higher in saturated fats than poultry or fish, which can cause high cholesterol and therefore health risks like heart disease become heightened. That's just fact. Okay. Anything? No. No. Okay. Uh, But some scientists say the key word here is high intake. The exact amounts for safely consuming red meat are open to debate. But evidence shows that people with a relatively low intake have lower health risks. So it's not like don't eat red meat ever. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not like don't smoke. It's like, you know, smoking is at no point is good for you. There is protein in red meat. Uh, a general recommendation is that people should stick to no more than two to three servings per week, per week. The category of red meat often doesn't specify between processed and non-processed. So when people say don't eat red meat, they don't say what they mean. Mm-hmm. So when people say don't eat red meat, it's bad for you, it's a factual statement given that they're including hot dogs, sausages, pepperoni, processed beefs, pork, and lamb. There's no evidence saying that eating a quality cut piece of beef, pork, or lamb uh, lamb that is raised and fed well in moderation will cause any negative effects. Sure. It's important to note right now that I'm not a doctor or a nutritionist. And we oh, here wait, explain what? What? are not liable for any bullshit that we say uh, that you use as factual information. Mm-hmm. But based on my reading, in my opinion, I'm still going to have a steak a couple times a month. I mean, I don't eat steak a lot, but like probably twice a month, I probably have like a nice steak. I'm still going to do that. 
based on everything I've read. Yep. I'm not going to stop. Yep. Uh, bottom line is, modern humans, you don't need to eat red meat, although it has pros. Red meat has high amounts of protein, which helps promote muscle growth. Vitamin B12 to make red blood cells. Mm-hmm. A three-ounce serving has about 45% of your daily value of protein and 35% of your daily value of B12. Yeah. A serving of red meat is also a good source of zinc, which can help the body produce testosterone, selenium, a powerful antioxidant. Plus, red meat is rich in iron. But you can get these same nutrients, and in some cases, even higher levels, in poultry, fish, eggs, nuts, or even following a plant-based diet. Of course you can. Like, of course you can. We now live in a world where you can get whatever you need. Yes. Like, everything is accessible to us. We're not foraging in a forest. Exactly. So in conclusion, do what you want. I'm not a professional, and thank you for listening. Here are a couple interesting facts about, red, about um, meat. Well, red meat. Because, I don't know if you've noticed, the last many episodes, neither of us have done any bullshit. No. You did some today? No. Sorry. Yes, we haven't. No, we have not done any. Yes, I'm agreeing with your statement. Okay, great. No, we have not done any. So, I recall that we haven't. And I was like, we need to do that. That was part of our mandate. Just to make it fun. Sure. So instead, I, I've raised it to a higher level. I'm going to give you two truths and a lie. Okay? Of meat? Oh, I've got okay, three okay. facts. Well, they're not facts. Sure. Two of them are facts. One of them is not. It's two truths and a lie for Jeff. Let's do it. About red meat. Okay? Two truths and a lie. Okay. Here we go. Here they are. Yep. The pilot of Gemini 3, John Young. It's a callback to a previous episode. Gemini 3, remember? The Gemini series of space launching? It was before Apollo. Was yes, the yes, yeah. yes, 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 so yes. The yes. pilot of Gemini 3, John Young, was reprimanded for smuggling a corned beef sandwich onto the spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Number two. In an effort to try to domesticate them, humans began feeding the dodo birds scraps of meat. After acquiring a taste for it, dodo birds tried to attack actual carnivorous predators, which ended up leading to the dodo birds' extinction. Number three. The reason why breakfast isn't served all day at McDonald's is mainly because the grill temperature required to cook beef patties is significantly different from the temperature at which eggs are cooked. Which one of those is false? B. You're right! (laughs) I didn't know you were going to get it so quick. No, I knew the McDonald's fact. Mm. Because who else would Google why the hell McGriddles aren't viable all throughout the goddamn day (laughs) but Mr. Jeffrey Sims? (laughs) You're not wrong. Um, The first one, I was like... The first one's a little out to lunch. It it is, but like, like, you know the expression, a corn-fed American? Like, have you ever heard that expression before? No. A corn-fed, like, American Southern warrior soldier? I don't know what corned beef is. Uh, Does it have anything to do with corn? Corn. Like, 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 Like a cow fed with corn. Maybe. I don't know. I think I made that up. You but, definitely made that up, but go on. Maybe. But, like, I've heard the expression in many movies of, like, the American hero being, like, like the American war hero being right. a corn-fed hero. Sure. Not corned beef, corn-fed. Right. Of, like, farm boy. Right. Raised on corn. Okay. And I was like, it wouldn't surprise me that an American hero going in space would try to sneak a corn-fed right. burger. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, that does... You know what it reminds me of? The Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers Extended Edition, where, <laughs> where Samwise Gamgee tries, takes a little package of salt mm. and seasoning from the Shire with him. Yeah. He drops a little box as him and Frodo are slowly scaling down the cliff. 
using the Elvis rope. And he drops. He goes, Mr. Frodo, catch him, Mr. Frodo. And Mr. Frodo catches the box but slips off the rope and falls to his impending doom but lands on his feet and is perfectly fine. And yes. when Sam comes down says, you know, give me the box. Yeah. Mr. Frodo goes, what could be possibly in this box, Sam? And he opens it up as salt. He goes, it's a little part of home, Sam. <laughs> God. And it's so sweet. To the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I didn't know you were going to get so quick. I spent a lot of time thinking about what I, I bet you doing. did. Yeah. I bet you did. <sighs> what gave the it Dodo away? Bird. Um, what gave it away? Um, the Dodo Bird. Part of it is funny, right? It, it is like, very funny. They went extinct because they humans fed them. Because apparently, and this is actual fact, it's commonly to believe that Dodo Bird went extinct because Dutch sailors ate the beast to extinction. That is after finding amazing. that the bird was incredibly easy to catch due to the fact that it had no fear of humans. Oh. They would just like, like, hey, man. And then they would just kill them and eat them. Yeah. But they kept coming. Like, evolution didn't teach them not to keep coming up to humans. Exactly. So that's why they died. That's the fact of how they died. Hey. So I was like, I'm going to be like, okay, well, humans kept feeding them scraps of meat. Just be like, here, have part of my corned beef sandwich. Yeah. You astronaut. You astronaut. And then, like, they got a taste for it and tried to, like, attack a bear. <laughs> you know, like or or like another like a carnivorous animal that would kill them. They were like, I'll try and attack that, and then they would just die. So strangely enough, that's not where my brain went. Oh, my brain went that they were already going extinct, and that they were like, let's try to feed them something different to try to make them do it. And the fact so you thought they did eat meat. That wasn't the part you were hitting up against. No, the, the I just like birds don't often eat meat. Like vultures are like one of the only known. Well, actually, no, that's not true. There are lots of birds that eat well, that will Eagles. often eat other birds. Or like, yeah, or like mice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I didn't really be like they didn't they didn't change their diet to do it. I don't know. It just seemed like the most outlandish. Okay, thing. I mean, it was because it was wrong. Yeah, like even like crows will eat meat. Like they'll eat anything. Sure, but to be honest with you, it wasn't like even though I answered very confidently, it wasn't like. This is such bullshit. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. Okay. It was like, it's, it's, it's multiple choice. Yeah. It's the best possible answer. Yeah. But answer. Two Truths and Lies is a good time. I, feel I love like it. We should, we should do, do it often. Yeah, Two Truths and Lies would be good. Um, okay, so there is the... Pete, I'm sorry, buddy. There is no straight answer. Well, there is and there isn't. There's balance to the diet. There's balance to the diet. You yep. don't, there's no reason to cut out red meat entirely. No. The moral of the story is, listen to your body. If your body does not respond well to certain meats and to certain foods, guess what? Don't eat it. Don't eat it. And I'll add to that. Listen to your body and listen to your heart. Listen to your soul. Honestly, like, I'm not saying that as a joke. I kind of am, but I'm also not. Like, no. If, if you're like, my body reacts fine to red meat, but you're like, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, then don't eat it until you know how you feel about it. Yeah. Tiffany is my favorite example of that. I know. Like, that woman. Because she goes day by day. And, and I love it because... There's such morality and ethics to it. Yeah. But there's not also like that stubbornness behind it as well. There's not like a, I won't eat. Listen, this, this is tricky to say. Sits only deal in absolutes. Well, Jeff, it's a valid point. And there Tiffany are no is absolutes. No she's not no a Sith. Absolutes. No, she's a Jedi. No, she is the greatest of Jedi. She's a Yoda. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> and we're done. Like, honestly, we could just keep going. Like I said, it is very obvious that we haven't hung out in a week because we turned a very... We, it was very funny. This, this episode has gone on for a week. So <laughs> It's funny because we both walked in being like, hey, I don't think I have a lot of content. This is probably going to be a short episode, but we're due for a short episode. <laughs> Reality, we're... <laughs> we're the longest episode we've ever done. Yep. So, episode 22, 2-2, baby. It's a big episode. I love it. I'm very happy. 
Uh, as always, please hop on to Facebook, Instagram, uh, not Twitter, and make sure you follow, subscribe, like, comment. Just have engagement with us. We're posting. Please let us know that you're listening. That's our biggest thing. We want to know that people out there we do. are actually listening because you know we can ask you to write reviews and stuff like that. But the most important thing to us is that we are actually affecting people and that people are listening and that's the most important thing to keep us rolling so please do that and uh more importantly just go and friggin' write a review already <laughs> oh you just have to like you know, what's less like more important than actually reviewing is blah blah it's like wait what are you talking about there's nothing more important than reviewing review 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 and rate. <laughs> um yeah you're right also uh pre-orders have been made for the t-shirts boom order twos are out baby um order twos are out and uh we don't know what's going to happen for order threes if there's going to be an order three soon if there's going to be order three later we're not saying t-shirts are gone they're gonna come back but you know what we've got some extras so some if extras. you haven't messaged us yet we've got extras of certain sizes not of others so like we yeah. might be like we don't have a blank but we got a blank so message us let us know if you need a t-shirt and you haven't reached out get it done go on uh, if you want to send us a topic obviously we do them this is a double topic episode it is so send us more info.splainit at gmail.com mm-hmm. we hope you learned something this week and if you didn't, you can go eat red meat right now. <laughs> also, you, I mean, you can do anonymously. Ooh. <laughs> Just wear a mask. <laughs> As we all do right now. Yeah. There's also always next week. You got, you got